Welcome back to the LG Procast, the podcast for local government decision makers across Victoria, where we tackle the big issues facing council leaders as they arise. In this episode, we're looking at mentoring. Who should be a mentor, who should be a mentee, and what value it brings even at the most senior career levels. LG Pro is recruiting both mentors and mentees for its mentoring program as we speak, but registrations for the program are closing this week. I'd go back to learning theory around professional development. There's the old 70-20-10 rule where 70% of your development and your awareness development is through doing things on the job, you know, direct experience in your work roles. 10% of it is formal education, training, accreditation or whatever. And around 20% is the development you get from relationships with others, mentoring, coaching. So mentoring actually fills in that lovely 20% area. That was Kerry Stubbings you just heard. Kerry's a 30-year veteran of the local government, state government and not-for-profit sectors who also happens to be a leadership coach and mentor herself, guiding participants in LG Pro's mentoring program. She'll be helping us demystify mentoring from the mentor and mentee perspectives so that you can work out if it's right for you. This episode is brought to you by Public Sector People, market leaders in public sector recruitment. Their team of specialists work across construction and engineering, business support, planning and environment, and professional disciplines. From temporary and contract to permanent positions, they work from entry level right through to the harder to fill senior and director level roles. So if you're looking to recruit, email info at publicsectorpeople.com.au to see how they can help. But back to Kerry now, giving us her take on the value of mentoring. I'm really passionate about the sort of growth of leadership and people's confidence in their own leadership, no matter what role they have. And I think mentoring is one of those sort of magic opportunities for contributing to uh, the growth of people in their roles and in their careers. And it's a very accessible, intimate relationship that can be really valuable for both parties. LG Pro's mentoring program allows professionals at all levels to learn from each other. Through the program, a mentor, typically an experienced local government professional, is assigned to guide and advise a mentee or a learner over an eight-month period. Kerry tells us why someone would put their hand up to be a mentee and a mentor, respectively. Typically, there's a hunger, I suppose, for learning and further development, so developing their career, building their skills, their awareness, learning from someone who's got runs on the board, got, you know, got some experience, um, has built up skills and networks and wanting to learn from that person. That's usually the people who actually enrol to be mentees. You get time for reflection. You get time to chew the fat with someone else about an issue on a one-to-one basis in a way you don't get often to do in your busy work life. So, it's, it's a very good option for someone who's not clear where they're going. They might be very clear they've got it on a, a career pathway and they've got some goals they want to achieve, or they just might be wanting to explore what's possible and do what they're doing more effectively, and mentoring can be a really good opportunity to explore that, test things without any judgment. For mentors, it's it can be variable. For me, when I got into it, it's been about real pleasure in contributing to someone else's development, but also learning from them, from people who are in different roles, different backgrounds, different generations and different perspectives that they have. So I've learned from it as well. It's an opportunity to be exposed to 
on a much more, you know, one-to-one basis with someone who you don't manage, that you don't have responsibility for as a figure of authority. So you're going to build up this relationship with your mentee as a fellow professional. You've got the opportunity of contributing to someone else's development at the individual level, of supporting that counsel to be, you know, have access to a whole range of other skills and perspectives. And of course, it's really good for the local government sector because we're building capacity and skills as well as broadening our networks across councils and across the sector. So from a CEO perspective, I think there's an avenue to share their wisdom and their insight, but also to listen to what's going on for people coming through the sector as well, who are on their leadership journey and are keen to find out and share, hear the stories that you would have to share with them and vice versa. Some organisations informally set up mentoring pairs in-house. The power dynamic inherent to the manager-employee relationship can cause problems though. There's a bit of discussion and a debate within the local government world about the value of a mentoring program formally within a council, within one organisation, and I've been involved with those sorts of programs in previous roles, and the LG Pro one, which is across council. And there's pros and cons. I think both have value. The disadvantage of that is that you are actually mentoring within the organisation and the external fresh inputs from different councils doesn't occur. You also can come into a bit of a trap with almost not a conflict of interest but an authority dilemma in that as a more senior person in one organisation, even if you're mentoring someone who you don't have a line responsibility for, there is still a status and a power relationship within the council The advantage of the LG Pro one is that we're matching people outside of the council. So the dilemma of your individual authority and your individual formal role doesn't play out in the same way. So we've got a clear enough picture of what mentoring is and why it's valuable, but what's the feedback coming back from those who've stepped up? Um, We've had a bit of post-program reflection from our mentors um, and our mentees, so that's always built into the program. Pretty well all of the mentors certainly I've worked with and that I know of through the program over the last few years have talked about the additional sort of insights they get into the world beyond their council, the insight they've had about remembering the importance of building relationship and listening to and being curious about emerging leaders and insights about the importance of mentoring within their own organisations. The mentoring program involves an orientation, some formal training, and then ongoing guidance for mentors, improving their ability to guide others. Kerry explains the merit of such a formal approach to mentoring. There's something about the intention. You actually are overtly, it's like any relationship. You are going in with an intention to provide support to another person rather than something that just happens informally on the fly over a coffee in the coffee room. It provides a mindfulness, I suppose, to the relationship and that as a mentor you are there mindfully endeavouring to support this person in the way that's going to work for them and that you give time and commitment to it. So I think it can just add a lot more value in a shorter space of time because of the deliberate nature of the arrangement between a mentor and a mentee. We introduce the mentors to a number of tools and frameworks to support them in their mentor role. 
some of those are classic good relationship management and management skills that hopefully people in senior roles have built up over many years. But at the same time, it also is supporting them to be mindful of their own tendency to jump to solutions for someone else. So we spend quite a bit of time on understanding the need for active listening, of not jumping to assumptions and needing to provide solutions for the mentee. We spend a lot of time supporting them to stretch and support the person so that they are empowered themselves to make their decisions and to make choices. Some senior leaders may have already taken on coaching or been a coach themselves, so it's worth differentiating coaching from mentoring, even if there's some overlap, as Kerry explains. Uh, Yeah, there's lots of discussion uh, over time about the difference between mentoring and coaching. In my mind, there's a bit of a continuum, but certainly mentoring is much more of a relationship of sharing expertise advice and support for someone who's wanting to learn as much as they can. In coaching, you're much less likely to be engaged to provide advice and expertise. As a coach, um, and the formal definition of it as a trained coach, which I am, it's much more of a structured conversation where the coach is totally in service to the person they're coaching And their role is to minimise advice and support and to maximise the person themselves actually working through, getting the tools to work through issues for themselves, get in touch with their own insights and clarify their goals and development. It's quite a structured process. More often than not, coaching requires a bit more of a qualification or some expertise accreditation. So there's a, there's a bit of a shift there in terms of the, the formal role that you're playing as a coach. Having said that, a coaching approach is very valuable in mentoring anyway. So a coaching approach is where you don't jump in with wonderful advice from on high. You actually work with the person to identify their own solutions. Mentoring is a relationship which makes it a two-way street. So what makes a good pairing? The fundamental element of a successful mentor relationship, it's about mutual trust and respect. It's about the mentor understanding what the mentee is really wanting to achieve, which means they have to be very, I suppose, modest, respectful, and really listen to what that person's after. So someone who at the extreme end is coming in as the the expert who's, you know, been fantastic at everything and is going to give um, a list of advice to this poor young person who's on the journey, that to me would probably be a recipe for disaster. They haven't built up the relationship, the trust, the mutual respect, the skills around really listening, actively listening to what the mentee is wanting to achieve, what their issues are, their vulnerabilities, those sorts of things need to come to the fore in a good mentor relationship. It actually needs to be quite equal in terms of the human-to-human connection and the trust and respect that's built up in the relationship. Thinking of becoming a mentor, here's some advice on what to bring with you. You can provide a whole lot of quite creative ways of contributing to a mentee that you may not have thought of until you actually get into the program and the, and the process. 
And some of them are really practical, like just sharing your networks, sharing resources that you found really valuable. We do spend a bit of time supporting people to share their story with their mentee um, because usually they're really interested in the personal journey, the professional journey that the mentor has been on. Also, what sort of learning, one thing we haven't talked about is everyone's got different ways of learning and development. Some people are very verbal. Some people are very quiet, thoughtful. They'll go around, think and come back with a question. Some people love to read. Some people hate reading and like to listen to a YouTube or a TED Talk or something. So I think the mentor, again, needs to suss out what works for this individual, what what is the most effective way that they learn, and then what can be shared that's going to have most support Um, impact that they can grab onto effectively. LG Pro is recruiting both mentors and mentees right now, but registrations for the program are closing this week. Visit lgpro.com or email info at lgpro.com to find out more. Thank you to Kerry and to public sector people for sponsoring the LG Procast and thank you for joining us. (laughs) 